If you want to get paid for having bad credit, you need to listen right now. You don't even got to have bad credit, to be honest with you. But if you want to get paid for having bad credit, if you want to get paid for having any item on your credit report, you're going to want to grab my $7 guide, how to get paid for having bad credit. What you're going to want to do is text the word get paid as one word. Get paid to 914-353-4741 to get access to the $7 guide. Get paid to 914-353-4741. guide. Don't confuse the price with the value. It's going to begin letting you know the process about how you can go through suing debt collectors, suing uh, credit reporting agencies, consumer reporting agencies, whatever you want to call them, for reporting that information on your report. And you can move forward from there. You could really get paid off of these open accounts as well. It's not just negative accounts. So, yeah, just really understand that. Text the word get paid as one word to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to the episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer ammunition tactics podcast hopefully y'all blessed hopefully y'all amazing hopefully y'all doing great updates man updates 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 so before we even get into the updates is it me or october has just been moving like hella quickly it's already we already in the middle of october and i feel like i feel like it was just september maybe because i had like a long september i don't know but y'all y'all let me know man i don't know if i don't know if october has been going by quick for y'all it's damn near about to be Thanksgiving, then it's going to be Christmas, and then we're in 2023, so I feel like I feel like it was just October 1st, like, a couple of days ago, you know, so those of y'all, October 1st, those of y'all that know, or don't know, um, October 1st is Nigerian Independence Day, and I feel like that was just, I'm Nigerian, by the way, if you don't know, I feel like that was just, like, last week, so it's just, it's just kind of crazy how October's flying. Anyways, let's get into the updates. So, um, I haven't done an interview in a minute as far as bringing people on a podcast, but I got in contact with somebody and we most likely going to be doing an interview. I don't know if y'all can hear that loud truck just making noise while I'm recording. They always, bro, they always want to do it when I'm doing something. All right. So yeah, we're going to be doing an interview and I don't know when it's going to drop, but I say that to say that an interview is coming soon. I know that pretty much everyone I brought on as far as a podcast guest, y'all have gotten some sort of value from them. So we're looking to continue that. And there was like a specific episode where I was asking y'all, I was like, oh, do y'all want me to be doing more interviews? This and the third. I was like, oh, DM me. I mean, a couple of y'all responded, but majority of y'all, I don't know, y'all just don't take action or maybe you just didn't, You maybe you just don't care for the interviews like that. But I don't know, the numbers show otherwise, to be honest. But update is we got an interview coming soon and a person kind of talks about like airbnb so i'm I'm curious about the airbnb space as far as the person's experiences so we're gonna bring that person on we're gonna talk about it when the episode drops we'll let you know we have an airbnb episode already with uh, my homie precious price so if you if you haven't tapped into that episode go ahead and tap into that she talks about the importance of the credit aspect as far as her airbnb journey and things like that so 
Make sure y'all tap in. Update as well. Oh, that episode's on YouTube as well. But speaking of YouTube, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. The thing about the YouTube is, you know, YouTube is YouTube. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever y'all listen to it. But YouTube just got more sauce for y'all. You know, you get snippets from different courses. You got snippets from the mentorship. You get a more longer form video from me. And that's one of the things I'm going to be more intentionally focusing on, focusing on, on YouTube, bringing y'all more long form content because you know, with like TikTok, it's a minute or whatever, but with the YouTube, I want to bring more. No, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to focus on words because I'm, I'm big on words. I said, I want to, I'm going to bring more long form content. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube. Stay tuned for that. I'm going to even be dropping, I'm going to even drop like more um, mindset stuff. I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop a, I'm going to drop a specific video for you, for, you know, these, those are y'all that's haters. I'm going to drop a video basically talking about how being a hater can make you have bad credit. So if you have bad credit right now, if your credit is bad, terrible, and you find yourself hating on someone, it could be me, it could be somebody else, it could be your sibling, your homie, your whatever, shoot, your significant other, if you find yourself hating on somebody, it could be a random person, you could be hating on a celebrity for no reason. If you find yourself hating on someone and your credit bad, there's a good chance you being a hater is participating in the fact that, or contributing to the fact that you have bad credit. But that's besides the point. So stay tuned for the YouTube, there's going to be more videos on that. I'm going to drop affirmation video as well because I know how important affirmations was in my journey as far as just building confidence not only for credit but you know credit as well because credit is life how you do anything is how you do everything so I'm gonna drop affirmations video as well add value to y'all y'all can listen to that before y'all sleep when you wake up during the day during your lunch break you know listen to it whenever so look out for that um, if you go to the YouTube, you see that we've been consistent with the YouTube shorts. We putting up videos damn near every day. And yeah, just stay tuned for that. You see how we're going crazy on the thumbnails. So little by little, we get into where we want to get to. So make sure you subscribe. Don't just watch the videos. And also DM me YouTube topics that y'all want to see. Right. Because, you know, YouTube is a different ball game than TikTok or just a podcast. So I could do a sit down video addressing y'all topics. DM me at Mike O. Benjamin on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. You can follow my personal one if you want to tap in with me personally. If you don't want to tap in with me personally, you can follow the CA Tactics LLC IG page. So we put out stuff over there. So go ahead and uh, tap in over there. Tap in with the TikTok. Join a free Facebook group. And then also, too, as a podcast is growing, I just want to put that. I just want to put it out there right now. If you got a credit repair company or credit related services and you want to have like a promo slot, y'all know how I be doing the commercial stuff on the podcast. A lot of y'all, those, I mean, if you've bought something, you know, you know that that's you. A lot of y'all listen to the podcast and it's been ingrained in your head so many times, the different ads I put out. And then eventually you text that number or you go to that link or whatever. So I say that to say there's value in me putting out these ads that I put out in between the episodes or in between the different segments of the episode. So y'all can have a slot. Y'all can buy a slot 
if you have a credit repair company, credit repair services, um, you can DM me on IG at Mike O. Benjamin. We can discuss the details as far as how you can get that slot and see if it makes sense. You know, it'd be a lifetime slot. If you go to old episodes, you see my ads are still there. So if you want to sponsor an episode, DM me. We could talk about that. And just just keep in mind, y'all should know what my audience is looking for. You know, we they looking for... I mean, shoot, you're my audience, right? You're listening to this. So you know you're looking for stuff like consumer laws, credit repair, credit-related stuff, leveraging credit, stuff like Airbnb, Turo, all that. So there's a good chance if you're trying to come on here talk about promoting your OnlyFans on my cap podcast, there's a good chance that you're not going to get a lot of sales like that. You know what I'm saying? So make it make sense is my point. So you could DM me that and we could discuss business. Uh, we're most likely going to have an early Black Friday sale, so make sure y'all stay tuned for that. We got more updates today than usual, but yeah, we're going to have a early Black Friday sale, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Last update, the mentorship. If you're not tapped into the CAT Credit Retire Your 9 to 5 mentorship, I don't know what to say to you. You know what I'm saying? So it has everything you need and more when it comes to like 99% of the questions I get from y'all, I ain't even going to hold y'all. Like sometimes when, sometimes when y'all DM me stuff, I want to be like, bro, I put this in the mentorship. But I mean, I get it. A lot of y'all that do DM me happen to be new. You don't, some of y'all don't even know I got a mentorship. So, you know, I guess that's just our fault as far as marketing. So that's why I got to continue stating, stating mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. So the mentorship is available. If you go to catactusllc.com, you click on mentorship, you can get tapped in to the cat credit, retire your nine to five mentorship. The information that I use to retire my chemical engineering nine to five job is in there. Y'all know chemical engineers are paid six figure salaries, right? If you, if you do your numbers right, you can get a, uh, you could be making money easily getting out of college, right? So tap into the mentorship if you, want to create a new stream of income. You don't even have to look at it as, oh, you got to retire your job. Because I know I know the reality is not everyone's going to take action to the point that they're going to do something like that, right? So if you if it's just like an extra three, 4,000 a month, right? Based off of um, the information, that's better than nothing. So if you want to get tapped into the mentorship, you could text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. 914-353-4741. Three five three four seven four one. Text the word mentorship. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen. If you didn't know, I have a mentorship. The Cat Credit Retire Your Nine to Five Mentorship. It's a three week self paced course. Walks you through how to sue debt collectors and the CRAs and win successfully. How to build a profitable credit business and how to structure your business correctly. Right, so you don't get sued. So you don't. Just get in trouble. So if you don't like your nine to five or if you're just looking to make extra money, if you want a community, let's say you're going through litigation, you have certain questions. We got a whole Facebook community as well. Text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741 to get tapped in with us. Mentorship to 914-353-4741. Keep in mind, this was a $2,500 investment. You can get the replays for much, much cheaper. Text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen, let's get straight to the episode. So we're talking about 
litigation, as you can see in the title. I think we're going to title it something regarding litigation because it is litigation. But um, it contributes to consumer law. So we can say you're talking about consumer law. So before we even get into the episode, I want to really, really stretch a point. I want to really, really stretch this point. Pause. <laughs> um, what I want to say is when it comes to litigation, like y'all got to be. Y'all, y'all got to really, really be on your P's and Q's because it's no game. I know, you know, we know different things like uh, rule 602 rules out attorneys and things like that. But it's like you can know so much information, but if you don't know how to actually implement it or paint the picture, you're going to be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So you got to actually be able to point out how your complaint makes sense, point out how, point out how you, you're actually going to get that relief, you know, because I'm getting a phone call, bro. Well, I'm, I'm always getting a phone call when I'm recording, but yeah, back to what I was saying. So you got to really understand, you got to basically, you got to basically understand like, okay, this is the best way for me to put it. So when we talk about the FCRA, right? Fair Credit Reporting Act, you got to look at the Fair Credit Reporting Act and know it like the back of your hand. When I say you want to know it like the back of your hand, you've got to really understand why you're being violated. When I say why you're being violated, it's not enough just to say that, oh, this is a violation, right? You got to know what they have to do when it comes to actually ensuring that maximum possible accuracy when we talk about uh, 1681EB, right? So you've got to really... How do I say this to y'all? You got to really understand it on a on a deep level, basically, because when we talk about maximum possible accuracy, you can quote and say, oh, they have to maintain maximum possible accuracy. But you got to be able to point out how they violated it. Right. What did they not do to actually violate it? What did they do to violate you to where you're actually seeking that remedy? Because these attorneys, they're going to hit you with that um, rule 12B talking about that you don't have a claim upon which relief can be granted. So you got to be prepared to combat against that. That's why whenever you're hit with that, you got to say that the failure is in them rebutting your affidavit, right? That's where your your relief is. But you, but like I said, based off of the FCRA example, you've got to know the procedures, what they're supposed to do, why it's a violation against you. The fact that they're using the e-Oscar system. A human's not looking at it. The fact that they're supposed to be at our maximum possible accuracy. So I say that to say, before you even go into litigation, please understand the FCRA. Please understand the FDCPA. If you don't fully understand those, then I would just respectfully say you're not ready for litigation, right? You can head into litigation and, you know, do your thing. But this is just my recommendation going into it because I know I know there's been a lot of, of episodes as far as litigation and sometimes when I'm hopping on calls, y'all's trying to do like the most without even knowing about the FCRA, without even knowing about the FDCPA. Like if you on, if you only understand it on the surface level, it's not going to be looking good for you. So I just really want y'all to understand that. And when it comes to litigation, you got to remember, everything you're doing to private is a claim. Everything you're doing to private is a claim. So when we're talking about your administrative process, whatever that is to you, sending out an affidavit, whatever it is to you, that's a claim, right? It only becomes a complaint once it goes public. Once it goes public, 
that is when it becomes bro <laughs> this loud thing all right so once it goes public that's when it becomes a complaint so yeah remember once you shift your case into the public nothing about the matter is private anymore because you showed them in the private that you attempted to resolve the matter the issue I'm just doing an overview of y'all for y'all of the process because I want to really paint the picture for y'all just so y'all understand what's going on or just so you remember what's going on. And because of that transition from public to private, that is essentially why you go to the clerk. That is why you're seeking to go to the clerk, not the judge or anybody else. You're seeking to go to the clerk and seek your Rule 55 default judgment because you gave the company consumer reporting agency a chance to resolve it privately right you want to show that you gave a chance to resolve it privately before you seek that remedy we're not trying to go to the judge we're not trying to go to the courtroom we want to go to the clerk to sign off on that judgment so that kind of lets you know how powerful the clerk is that signature that they have right that default judgment and like i said you got to also remember like really just really study. I know a lot of, <laughs> I know a lot of times some people might be like, just study, study, study. But there, there's, there's like truth to that. Like no cap, there's truth um, to that, like study, study thing. So you got to think too, how can an opposing party file a motion to dismiss against you if they're representing corporations? Who cannot speak? Let me repeat that. How can the opposing party file a motion to dismiss against you if they're representing a corporation who cannot speak? You got to understand that. And their attorneys, remember also 15 U.S.C. 1692E, number three. And they don't have that firsthand knowledge, rule 602. So remember that. So once you really understand all of this on a deep level and you understand FDCPA and FCRA like the back of your hand, I feel more confident that you're going to do well when it comes to litigation, Right. So I just wanted to give y'all that background information before we actually get into the rule that I want to talk about, because I want y'all to really, really understand what you're getting into when you're going into litigation. As a pro se litigant, if you hire an attorney, remember attorneys, they they not always in your best interest. So just understand what it is when it comes to attorneys. If you know, you know. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. So what I want to talk about, what I want to talk about, which will help you when you're actually going through litigation I want to talk about Rule 36 of the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, right? I want y'all to be familiar with that. I want y'all to write it down if you're not familiar with it. And I'm, I ain't going to hold y'all. I put more information as far as Rule 36 in my private mentorship Facebook group. So that's that's an additional reason why I say, like, you want to get tapped into the mentorship because I'm always talking about topics like this. So if you're not tapped into the mentorship, I definitely recommend you tap in just for the sake of you succeeding. So rule 36 is important because you're basically, it's basically a request for admission, right? And when you play your cards right, it's going to really help you get to the next level as far as your case, because you got to understand your case is about proving those violations. So with the request for admissions, you're asking yes or no questions. So in the mentorship Facebook group, again, I put the affidavit that I use when it comes to litigation. Um, so they have the template over there and I have the yes or no questions as far as like the request for admissions. So like I said, if you're not in the Facebook group, the mentorship Facebook group, then, you know, you can get tapped in. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm, I'm not going to read through it, but I'm, I'm just going to give y'all, you know, general information. 
as far as it goes. But having um, a, a request for admissions on the docket is very, very powerful and it's great because it gets the defendant, the consumer reporting agency, the company, the debt collector, whatever, it gets them admitting to fraud to basically support your claim, right? Your claim, your complaint, whatever. So the reason why it's powerful is because when you when you put out that motion for re, uh, request for admission, they have to answer yes or no to everything. So you can think about the type of questions you could ask to catch them in fraud, right? So if there's not that full disclosure, if there's a lack of full disclosure, you know, just just kind of think about the types of questions you could ask. Again, it's in, like I said, the, the templates in the uh, Facebook group, the mentorship Facebook group, but I don't have it in front of me right now. So I'm just giving y'all, you know, podcast is free. You only get so much for free. So I'm just giving y'all like an idea. Y'all can create your own questions to ask. So you're basically asking them yes or no questions that you know that they cannot answer to without looking like they committed fraud or violated you. Remember, the name of the game is proving these violations. The fact that in the FCRA, there are certain things that have to happen when it comes to ensuring that maximum possible accuracy. Why is there E-Oscar and not a human actually looking at it, right? So think about it. Think about it and what yes or no questions you could ask, right? So I want y'all to add that to your notes if you haven't, because that's that's powerful to put on the docket. Rule 36, request for admissions. It's a federal rules of civil procedure. And it basically just says a party may serve on any other party a written request to admit for purposes of depending action only the truth of any matters within the scope of Rule 26B1 relating to, etc. And y'all could read the rest for yourselves. But I want y'all to be familiar always. Like I've always said, I think I said it on the podcast. I don't know if it was just my mentorship. But I've always said, like, you want to be familiar with those local rules. No, I've, t- I've talked about it on TikTok, too. Be familiar with the local rules. You want to be familiar with the local rules. Be familiar with the local rules. That'll help as well. But I want y'all to keep in mind that Rule 36, that request for admissions is powerful because you're you're having an additional tool to get them to admit to fraud. You send out your affidavit in the private. They most likely not going to reply line by line. You put a request for admissions on the docket. It's going to put them in a position to where they got to reply line by line as far as answering those yes or no um, questions and answering those yes or no questions. They're going to be put in the position essentially of admitting to fraud. Right. Depending on the questions you ask, depending on the questions you ask. Right. So I want you all to add um, requests for admissions in your notes. If you don't have it in your notes, when you're going through litigation, if you happen to go through litigation, I know litigation can be something like intimidating if you've never done it. So, yeah, definitely put that in your notes because you want to have that on the docket. Because when you send it to the court, you're forcing them and compelling them like the banks to answer yes or no. Right. You put that on the record. It forces them to respond to the matter or they got to simply drop it because they know that they're committing fraud against you. Right. And then on top of that, too, let's not get it twisted. On top of that, too, we know that they can't answer because they lack firsthand knowledge, which is why um, there's a case law, too. There's a case law included in the affidavit that I use. So that's also in the Facebook group as well. The mentorship Facebook group, not the free one. And you got to remember that hearsay evidence isn't inadmissible in court. So, yeah. Rule 36. Get familiar with it. Catch you on the next one. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media. Uh, send us a review. You know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free Cat Credit Literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.